Dads and ladies, welcome to the Junior Classics. Hi there, I'm Sir Bradley Hassey, a teller of borrowed tales. Join me as I share stories of courage, adventure, and wonder. But don't take my word for it. You can find out for yourself on today's Junior Classic. Greetings, Junior Scholars. I am Sir Bradley Hassey, guardian of the written word in your guide through the Junior Classics. Our mission is to safeguard the classics and inspire children to a love of good reading and a real and lasting interest in Western literature and history. If this is your first time listening, thank you for joining us. And a very special thank you to my loyal listeners who tune in each and every episode. And especially my Patreon supporters who help keep the show going and growing. If you like what we are doing, creating stories for the good of your kids, consider supporting me on Patreon for five bucks a month. The best way to help the show, however, is to tell a friend and ask them to listen. If you want to reach me, send me a letter to P.O. Box 1153, Crown Point, Indiana, 46308. Any listener who sends in an art project based on a story will in return receive some Junior Classics bookmarks. And today, I want to recognize Emily Drinkwater from New Zealand for her beautiful artwork from The Goose Girl. Emily said she likes to listen to the Junior Classics in the car with her sister. Now guys, today is a big day. We are completing the series Aesop's Fables as well as finishing Season 2 Tales from Around the World. This also completes Volume 1 of the Junior Classics named Fairy Tales and Fables. Now this took two and a half years and 75 episodes to complete. So I want to thank my listeners and supporters for helping the show. Our next journey into Volume 2, Myths and Legends, begins with stories from Northern Sagas. But before we get ahead of ourselves, let's do our Lost and Found Words! Listen carefully to these words and their meanings and try and spot them during the story. Our first word today is induce, with an I, induce. This means persuading or influencing someone to do something. In our story today, a wolf tries to induce or persuade others to remove a bone from his throat. Our second word today is muddle, with an M, muddle. This means to mix or stir up. The wolf is very upset at a lamb for muddling or mixing up the water in the spring from which he drinks. Our third word today is strike with an S, strike. This in our case today means refusing to work in order to get something. So we're going to read a fable about the parts of the body. Members of the body like the mouth, hands and legs are refusing to work or striking until the belly takes its proper share of work. Our next word is consent, the C, consent. This is an agreement to do something. So the members of the body want the stomach to consent or agree to work harder. Our next word is vigilance with a V, vigilance. 
This is keeping careful watch for danger or difficulties. A wolf finds it difficult to attack the sheep because the shepherd and his dog's vigilance or their careful watch. And our last word today is pelt with a P, pelt. This is the skin of an animal with the fur, wool, or hair still on it. A wolf disguises himself as a sheep by wearing a sheep's pelt or the sheep's skin. That's all for today's Lost and Found Words. Now on to the show. A wolf had been gorging on an animal he had killed, when suddenly a small bone in the meat stuck in his throat and he could not swallow it. He soon felt terrible pain in his throat and ran up and down, groaning and groaning and seeking for something to relieve the pain. He had tried to induce everyone he met to remove the bone. I would give anything if you would take it out. At last, the crane agreed to try and told the wolf to lie on his side and open his jaws as wide as he could. Then the crane put its long neck down the wolf's throat. With its beak, loosened the bone till at last it got out. Will you kindly give me the reward you promised? Asked the crane. The wolf grinned and showed his teeth and said, Be content. You have put your head inside a wolf's mouth and taken it out again in safety. That ought to be reward enough for you. Gratitude and greed go not together. Once upon a time, a wolf was lapping at a spring on a hillside. When looking up, what should he see but a lamb just beginning to drink a little lower down? There's my supper. If only I could find some excuse to seize it. Then he called out to the lamb. How dare you muddle the water from which I am drinking? Nay, master, nay said little Lambikin. If the water be muddy up there, I cannot be the cause of it, for it runs down from you to me. Well, then, why did you call me bad names this time last year? That cannot be. I am only six months old. I don't care. If it was not you, it was your father. And with that, he rushed upon the poor little lamb and ate her all up. But before she died, she gasped out, Any excuse will serve for tyrant. The Wolf and the Kid 
A kid was perched on the top of the house and looking down saw a wolf passing under him. Immediately, he began to revile and attack his enemy. Murderer and thief! What do you hear near honest folks' houses? How dare you make an appearance where your vile deeds are known? Curse away, my young friend. It's easy to be brave from a safe distance. One fine day, it occurred to the members of the body that they were doing all the work and the belly was having all the food. So they held a meeting and after a long discussion, decided to strike work till the belly consented to take its proper share of the work. So, for a day or two, the hands refused to take the food. The mouth refused to receive it, and the teeth had no work to do. But after a day or two, the members began to find out that they themselves were not in a very active condition. The hands could hardly move, and the mouth was all parched and dry, while the legs were unable to support the rest. So thus, they found that even the belly, in its dull, quiet way, was doing necessary work for the body, and that all must work together or the body will go to pieces. The Swallow and the Other Birds It happened that a countryman was sowing some hemp seed in a field where a swallow and some other birds were hopping about picking up their food. Beware of that man, quoth the swallow. Why, what is he doing? said the other bird. That is hemp seed he is sowing. Be careful to pick up every one of the seeds, or else you will repent it. The birds paid no heed to the swallow's words, and by and by, the hemp grew up and was made into cord. And of the cords, nets were made, and many a bird that had despised the swallow's advice was caught in nets made out of that very hemp. What did I tell you? said the swallow. Destroy the seed of evil, or it will grow up to your ruin. A man came into a wood one day with an axe in his hand and begged all the trees to give him a small branch which he wanted for a particular purpose. The trees were good-natured and gave him one of their branches. What did the man do but fix it into the axe head and soon set to work cutting down tree 
after tree. Then the trees saw how foolish they had been in giving their enemy the means of destroying themselves. A wolf found great difficulty in getting at the sheep owing to the vigilance of the shepherd and his dogs. But one day, it found the skin of a sheep that had been flayed and thrown aside. So it put it on over its own pelt and strolled down among the sheep. The lamb that belonged to the sheep, whose skin the wolf was wearing, began to follow the wolf in the sheep's clothing. So leading the lamb a little apart, he soon made a meal off her. And for some time, he succeeded in deceiving the sheep and enjoying hearty meals. And the lesson is, appearances are deceptive. The end. That's all for Aesop's Fables. I sure hope you enjoyed them. And this officially wraps up Volume 1. Here's a little review of all our series we covered so far for our newer listeners over the last two and a half years. We started with classic fairy tales, and then tales from Europe, tales from the far north, Slavic tales, Irish tales, tales of the American Indians, tales from India, and finally, the fables of Aesop. I hope you have enjoyed listening. I know I have learned a lot, and I hope you did too. I may take a short break before we dive into Volume 2. I'll see you next time on the Junior Classics. Until then, I am Sir Bradley Hesse. Be brave, be loyal, and speak the truth. Now for you parents out there, I want you to understand why we are doing this, what we are trying to achieve, and how you can help us. This is a rescue operation to preserve the classics and the wisdom within before it is lost forever. Our goal is to inspire children with a love of good reading by safeguarding and breathing new life into the greatest stories in history and empower you, the parents, with a resource you can trust to enrich your child's mind and spirit. We don't want these stories and the wisdom within to be forgotten so our children don't have to learn these lessons on their own. The most important thing you can do for us is to spread the message and tell others about these stories and what we are doing. If you want to donate, we would love that as well. My promise is that 100% of donations will go to building the impact and quality of the Junior Classics. If you have feedback and thoughts on how we can do things better, please send an email to juniorclassicspodcast at gmail.com. You're listening to the Junior And now, in anticipation for Northern Sagas, some Norse music from our friends at Fantasy and World Music.